Welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Golden Crown Podcast, where each week we bring you a sprinkle of Hallmark movie magic. You have your hosts for season five. You have myself, Sally, joined by the beautiful, lovely, artistic... Tracy. And, as always, we have our silent co-host, Colleen Colleen the the Build-A-Bear. So, to get us started for this week, we do have, as always, our wintry wisdoms. During this segment, we like to share just a little lesson that is tied throughout Hallmark movies. So I'll go first. My wintry wisdom for this week is that and this is very appropriate for the movie we watched. I wrote this before I knew. It is better to follow your dreams than live a life of regretting what it could have been like. Ooh, very prevalent in the Hallmark yes, movies. That is a very overarching theme, and I find it's a very inspiring one. Yes, it is. And mine is slightly tied to that. Oh, okay. And it really does have a tie, I think, to this particular movie that we are reviewing for this podcast and that is when you think that your life is planned Mm -hmm. (laughs) some event will come along and give you a reason to reconsider your priorities oh i like that that's really good and for our next segment we have our polar picks this is where we give you our top three chronological moments each of us separately Mm -hmm. so you get a top six actually for the movie in between obviously we'll fill in the storyline so that it flows well and you understand where the hallmark movie is going but we also have to during this time cover our key elements Mm -hmm. of fashion hair makeup setting chemistry of the couple and smooch meter yes this week as we hinted at last week we watched The Wedding Veil Inspiration, which is the second installment of the continuation of the Wedding Veil trilogy. Of course, starring as our leading lady, Emma, is the lovely, beautiful Autumn Reeser. We love her so much. Oh my. And same, obviously, as last time, Paolo is played by Paolo Bernardini. I'm just going to share the little synopsis that Hallmark gives. They say, Emma's life plan is thrown off course when Paolo must return to Italy to take care of his father, and she discovers a new passion for making art accessible to all. So I think this kind of puts us exactly where we need to be, because right towards the beginning of the movie, we get a really sweet scene between Emma and Paolo as they are kind of having a little breakfast moment. He woke up early and ran out and got some fresh croissants mm-hmm. oh, and made lovely. her a little cappuccino oh. moment. As always, you know, he's mm. making all the coffee. As they are sitting down to breakfast, they get a delivery from Nana, which is Paolo's grandmother. And she had given Emma a lace to wear to the store's grand opening. So where we left off in our episode, Bad American Habit, which covers Emma's story in the original Wedding Veil trilogy, we knew he was trying to open a lace store 
from his family's business in Chicago. In the USA. So this was finally that store opening. So Nana made that lace shawl for Emma to wear to the opening saying with in a really sweet note that Paolo patiently waited for Emma to translate from Italian uh, that when she's wearing the shawl, Nana is able to be there through the presence of her love, which Mm -hmm. of course is super sweet. sweet. But also part of this polar pick moment for me was they continue to have a conversation about confidence because Emma's saying she wishes she had Paolo's confidence. And he said, you know, you're trying to step into the department chair. If you were given the job today, would you be able to do everything? And she said, yes. And if she didn't know what to do, she would know the right sources to check. So I just liked how he kind of walked her through. You know, it's easy to look at other people and be like, oh, they're confident. They've got it all together. Sometimes we don't look at those strengths in ourselves. And he pulled that out of her in that moment. And that's what I really love and appreciate. So as Emma is going to work, we get to meet the lovely Nancy. But actually who's lovely is her TA, Lily, who's a grad student. Nancy is currently the department chairhead and she is positioning herself to retire and Emma has been groomed to take over that being said Nancy's not the happiest sweetest person and Paolo actually has a lot of resentment for her because he's saying that she's very controlling of Emma which we really do get to see this very early on in the movie yes there to support Emma through Nancy's torments is Lily and she is the sweetest little nugget we love her so much. She, she was wonderful. actually an amazing actress. Yes. I want to see her in more Hallmark movies. Definitely. Please, please, please. When Emma is about to go to the opening of the store, Nancy pulls her aside. And this is really where we get to see the way that Nancy's being manipulative or controlling. Because she tells Emma, you know, you need to attend more meetings. You need to write another article. You need to take on all these projects. And Emma's feeling overwhelmed. Because of this, she's late to the opening and she forgot Nana's shawl. At work. At work on the desk. Yes. So she's just feeling flustered already, but the presence, as always, of Tracy and Avery there to see the grand opening of the store is very calming for her. Mm -hmm. And at the lace store, a very important event happens because Mateo, who is Paolo's cousin, Yes. Moved from Miami. Of course, he had a heartbreak story. He's ready to make a new life and help Paolo at the store in Chicago. Uh, And him and Lily have a moment with the veil. Lily is trying to steer clear of the veil. She doesn't want anything to do with it. Because it has the history, obviously, (laughs) that whoever has the veil will find true love. Not what she wants. Yes. She's there to photograph and And get get free food. Oh, yes. Free food and then get out. Because she's a TA and it's all about the free food and free drink. Oh, yeah. And then get out. So, yes, she's distancing herself Mm -hmm. from this veil. But... pictures, admires it, but... Does have that moment with Mateo where they both reach to make sure it doesn't fall. Avery being Avery makes a big deal about it. And Mateo's like, I don't really know the story. So, in being swept up in the passion of the moment, Emma gives the history of the veil. Both it's Italian origin story as well as the lived history that her and her friends have had with correct it. yes that being said lily takes it upon herself to film emma giving this impassioned history and she also decides to post the video on quack 
Yes. A budding new social media platform. Exactly. As Hallmark always does. Not Twitter. Quack. Quack. Emma knows that she's filming, but it's unbeknownst to her Lily's intentions with the video. Is to post So it, she yes. goes home mm. with Tracy and Avery, and they have their little girls' night eating their deep dish pizza, which Paolo says is not, not pizza. pizza. Quite unfortunately, Paolo yeah. gets a call. Well, the ladies are enjoying their pizza and their wine, and it is his father. Yeah. Who has a health issue, and he needs to get to Italy right away. Mm -hmm. They do not know the severity. Yeah. He's... Uh, Emma books him on a flight within like yeah. three hours of the time. She's so sweet. She's um, on that top he gets of it. This, gets this notification and he's on his way yeah. out to Italy, out to his father. And she has her time then, which is my first polar pick, <laughs> with her best buds. Yeah. And that is, they're all in their little PJs. <laughs> they're spending the night with Emma. They gather into her bedroom on her big, huge bed. Yeah, it's it is giant. Huge. <laughs> And it's gorgeous, of course. And they have the cutest little PJs on. And they have this kind of time together to tease each other. Yeah. To tease Emma a bit about her five-year plan. Tracy yes. makes it clear. Have you even changed anything about this five-year plan since you made the five-year plan and you got married? And, you know, of course... Emma's taking it in stride, and yeah. she's just like, you know, this is kind of who she is, and she has to have this. Well, and I then, love that Paolo added a note, because she said, I didn't change it, but he did. And he, he added it. a whole note about how she has to meet a dashing Italian man yes. who sweeps her off her feet yes. and makes her forget that other men even exist. Yes, and they take their little selfies when they're on yeah. the bed, and they talk about brownies, and then they go get the brownies. And it's just, it's for cute. me, it is a polar pick moment, because it is such a girlfriend yeah fun bonding reaffirmation of valuing each other as yeah as individuals yeah so i love that moment so of course emma is very much struggling with this because as we covered in bad american habit but just want to recap she had a long distance relationship before that really turned out poorly and she believes that no long distance relationship can work more than a couple months because it's just not enough when you're not together. So she expresses this to Paolo and says, of course, you know, you need to put your father's health first, but she's really hesitant about him leaving for long periods of time because he he does come back for a short while and then he has to go back to Italy to help with the family business as well as his father. Uh, so yeah, she is very much struggling with this. On top of that, she's struggling with the job position and what's being asked of her. Yeah, and she clearly, it's a stressor to their marriage in the fact that yeah. he even states, I'll be gone probably two weeks, but maybe more, because basically he feels the obligation yeah. as the son yeah, to, be to there. make sure the family business yeah. is running, and his father's not able physically to do that Correct. right now. He feels he has to do it. He has to be part of the family, yeah. and that's where the main conflict comes in, because yeah. she now has this flashback yeah. to the unsuccessful and now she's married it's even um, yeah it's even more exacerbated but yeah. for emma what she's also struggling with is her job position at this point nancy has taken away one of the two classes that she was teaching that semester saying she needs the time for meetings um she's letting her know the video has blown up at this point and everyone's calling emma 
their favorite art historian. And Nancy says, you know, some students showed me the video. You really can't be doing stuff like that anymore. So there's just, you know, limitation after limitation being put on Emma. She's being asked not to wear her bright colorful clothing anymore because it's not bringing respect to the profession. All these kinds of things where it's just like frustrating event after frustrating event. And Emma's trying to take it in stride, but she is very frustrated. All the while, we do have these moments where um, Mateo and Lily are continuing to get together as well, of course, and as well as seeing the cute interactions between Lily and Emma and the way that Emma's trying to be a mentor for her as well. Yes. Um, That being said, as we kind of weave together all of these things that are going on in Emma's life, they do come to a crux because as she is calling Paolo to see when he's going to come home, he shares that being home and seeing the condition his father has been in was a huge eye-opener to him because already his uncle, I guess it sounded like he really wanted to do some traveling, and with the father's health complications, he kind of had that eye-opening moment as well of being like, you know, life can have unexpected turns, so he has decided he is going to take some time off from the family business to go traveling. This has led Paolo's sister Sophia to take his position of to take the uncle's position of marketing. And now this is leaving a giant vacancy because with the health concerns of his father, he has chosen to retire. So Paolo is really seeing this as he's the only one that can step up and really attend to the family business. And of course, he cannot do that from Chicago. It's just not an option. So he is trying to very kindly and gently, he's not forcing, you know, he's not saying, oh, this is the only option. This is the only way, but he is outlining what he sees of the future. And he's basically saying, you know, you're not happy in your current position. You can teach from anywhere in the world. And you love literally. teaching when you were yes. in Italy. Yes, yes, because, you know, we have that whole Luca. Yes. She, she, yes. she really did pop off in Italy. So he's trying to talk about kind of more of the pros rather than the cons. But, of course, this is where Emma really digs her heels in. And she says, you know, Nancy's been spending so much time grooming me for this position. I've been working for this for years. I can't just stop when I'm so close. Right. Because everyone's been saying this is Nancy's final year. So Emma really sees this as, why would I stop when I'm right at my goal? So yes. that kind of was my polar pick moment because even though it's pretty traditional of Hallmark to have this very black and white situation of like, you got to move to Italy or we have to be long distance, I feel like they did allow for some of the nuances in terms of like, mm-hmm. you know, Paolo did recognize like it's a big ask for me to relocate us to Italy, but also it really is the best decision. And of course, Emma is seeing it just from her lens still and she's saying, yeah. I've worked so hard to get this. Why would I let go now, despite the fact that obviously things are not going well for her? Right. And so as they progress, and it leads to my next polar pick, which there's no real big segue to give with that one. Basically, um, Emma, of course, is at work, and she, uh, in the typical Nancy sense, obviously has more and more put on her shoulders. So there's a call from Paolo to Matteo, his his, uh, cousin, to... To do a little favor for him yes. while and before uh, Emma comes home from work on a certain day. And that is a little breaking and entry for which Lily's up for it. Mm-hmm. So Matteo brings Lily on it. They set up a very romantic mm-hmm. scene 
with the flower petals, with the little footsteps leading to where they want her to lead. Yeah. With the music for which Emma actually gets home. They yes. had just made it out, Mateo and Lily, mm-hmm. and hid as she was walking home. So she is her flat is within the walking distance yes. to the, yes. the university. About that, a ten minute commute. At. Not yeah. bad walking. Not bad at all. So she's but bold just, walking in Chicago as a lone female. Yeah. That one I question. Very she's very taken aback by obviously the fact she comes in, there's music and there's all of this setup. She goes and follows it out to their balcony area. Patio, patio yeah. area where a dinner for one in this case is set up and a little kitty pool is yeah. up beside her to be the water. With Venetian gondolas <laughs> mini. Mini little gondolas in it, little bubbly uh they're on ice for her, and her FaceTime with FaceTime Paolo was set Paolo, up. Who is enjoying his dinner simultaneously yes. with her and enjoying hers, which says a lot because that's at least a. I was gonna say, yeah, that's not. I believe between Central and um, Eastern European time. Yeah, I mean but, he's really giving it his all, like to be it honest. Really, really was yeah. this cute video dinner for two. This was my second polar yeah. pit moment. Certainly earned its. Uh, oh, it was a good award. scene. That was, was a good scene. Absolutely adorable. But as she's enjoying this moment with Paolo, too, I, I'll take a segue into it because it's a strange event that happens with Matteo and yeah. Lily. In that, since Matteo and Lily had so much fun and they were doing hiding behind a car, and then he just says, "Oh, there's a rib place or something wing like place, that. wing yeah. place down the road. Let's go have some." Lily just backs yeah. out of it real quickly. Shuts you down. go enjoy that. Got yeah. something else. See you later. Just she really shut down and shut him out during that yeah. time. And he feels it. And even yeah. the next day when Emma is stopping by to thank him for setting up the date. Because, you know, she knows. Um, <laughs> he even stops her and is like, I really need to ask you about Lily. Which... Ethical flag, ethical flag. Yes, as ethical queens on this podcast, it is bizarre as the one who has a TA under them to be talking about the TA's love life openly to someone who is interested in them. I would have probably handled that differently. But the last parting advice that Emma had that I feel would have felt comfortable sharing with him is that Lily likes to start her mornings by going to this nearby park. So she just kind of leaves that nugget, take it or leave it, you know, just a little info for you. And this is really what leads to my next polar pick because the following day, Mateo makes his way to the park per Emma's directions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he. Suggestion. Mm-hmm. He finds Lily there taking photos and. He says that he, too, has had a checkered past in terms of dating. Uh, Lily had already known that he previously dated a model. What she did not know is that the whole time of the relationship, Mateo was always the one giving more. Mateo was the one taking it more seriously. And then the relationship became long distance, which eventually ended it since it wasn't a strong relationship to begin with at least on the model's end and so he's sharing kind of like what it feels like in terms of feeling like you're the only one trying to pour in enough love for two people and you see it and you know it and it's difficult and this really resonates with Lily so he to take the pressure off of 
feeling like, okay, I'm going to get trapped in this relationship. I'm going to see all the warning signs and it's just going to be another like, you know, red mark in my dating book or whatever. Um, he says, we're going to only date for today. So there's no strings. There's no pressure to, you know, have all the warnings ahead of time. We'll just see where it goes. So I just picked this as my polar pick moment because I felt like it was another time that Hallmark is acknowledging more of the difficulties that love can have with both of them having pasts with hurts in terms of people that have broken their heart, people that have really made them doubt um, if love is attainable. <laughs> I like how, you know, Hallmark has been having these more real moments where people are still able to come together and find love and beauty. Right, and where he takes the time to actually consider yes. how do I approach her right, right. where she's not going to skitter away mm -hmm. and be afraid from the, too aggressive of the relationship yes. or whatever but just understand not that hot I wanna, pursuit i just want to get to know her <laughs> yeah and have fun and we've had fun so far so right. let's just try it yeah one day at a time and so that's really how he approaches it was which really was well, yes well done yes well done. so that was my final pull and pick moment so emma in a little rebellion moment does tell lily you know why don't we maybe keep making the videos despite Nancy's direct order. How she's dressed all yeah, in black, black to and follow. Yeah, no color to her yeah. whatsoever. Ugh. Because she's still now at this point trying to adhere to Nancy's new, newest and latest yeah. set of restrictions. To so as fit this mold, as they are continuing their video series. You know, they're still having those fun interactions. They really do have a fun relationship. It is kind of like the work bestie. You know, there's a spider in Emma's office that really sets her off. She's creeped out. Lily has to be the one to relocate the spider. It's just, I don't know, all these moments between them are just so cute. As we are kind of rounding out the movie, we know we have to wrap up some of these elements. So Emma, in kind of a moment where... She's really trying to think about the Italy decision. Tr Tracy and Avery have spontaneously visited her once again and have to talk a little bit of sense into her. They have the more serious conversation where they're like, you know, you've made your five-year plan. Yes, you've been working for this and we are so in awe of your dedication and your hard work, but is this truly what you want? And you have to recognize that when you're in a marriage, sometimes you have to take both people's sides into consideration, not just your own objective, because they get her to see that, you know, her main problem is that she feels that Paolo is putting work above her. And then she has that terrible realization moment that we've all had from time to time where it's like oh you know I'm upset about that but that's kind of what I'm doing to him and have been yeah, doing to him which was which was a really yeah. great yes moment it in was this movie but after that that heavy hitting realization yes. as she's sitting at work and Nancy is once again demanding yet another thing from her and this one was a big one because Nancy asks her um after reviewing the budget to cut one person from the department. She already made her recommendation of a newest why? teacher um, who, quote, cancels way too many classes, but it's because she has two-year-old set of twins. <laughs> and Emma finally has her breaking point and says, you know what? I have made my decision. I'm going to terminate myself from our department. She explains, you know, you've put so much effort into me and while I appreciate it, this job is really not what I see for myself and I need to step down. And Nancy 
surprised us all. Yes, she did by pretty much stating, well, I wondered what I was going to have to do, <laughs> how obnoxious I was going to have to yes! do before you realized that. And so I loved that. I did too. Because the character just seems so... Cold. Abrasive. Yes. And, um, uncaring. So uncaring. rude. Right. Like it, outright rude. Not even like hidden, subtle rude. Yeah, direct, like rude. Really direct. <laughs> to where you thought, okay, she just does not yeah. care. She's just trying to sabotage this poor young lady. Yeah. She's trying to be the next director. To find out that all along she knew Emma was never right for the yeah. job. Emma would not like that. And she... Made it clear. I forget how. It, oh, it's my great favorite job, moment. Emma is like, she... why did you not just right. talk to me about this? Yes. And Nancy says, in my experience, it never goes well when you tell someone that you think that the dream that they have is not matching up with the reality of what their dream should be. Yes. And I thought that was perfect because it's so it true. People get very protective of their dreams. And it's understandable. It's what you think about a lot. It's what you've been probably sinking a lot of time, effort, and thought into. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does make sense. And, like, it's kind of one of those things where, like, once you see the method behind the madness, it's kind of like... Okay, that's kind of genius. Not my method, but, you know, a method. (laughs) Yes, it is. But now that she has made her choice to resign, um, she is furiously packing for Italy. And it's such a sweet moment because Paolo comes in and he's he's really scared. Like, you can hear it in his voice and it's so heartbreaking because he's like, where are you going? Because he thinks she's leaving. Because they've had Yeah, they've had had fights. Yeah. has ended the conversation, just ended the conversation. Yes. She has hung up on him. We need to talk about this later. Later, yeah. Because she's really having a hard time dealing with having to realize that, okay, he needs to be there. I think I need to be here. Right. But now that those boundaries are down, she explains that she was packing to meet him in Italy. She's decided that is the right move. Um, As they're sitting on the patio, finally having their dinner for two together, uh, she She explains how she quit her job. She explains how Matteo is madly in love with Lily. Mm -hmm. And she explains how, you know, Matteo can really be in charge of the store here at Chicago. And they kind of are freed up to go back to Italy. And take care Italy. of family business mm-hmm. in Italy. Exactly. Yes. Which leads us to the final scene ah. of the movie, which was just beautiful. Yes. Cut scene. You see the you see the hand of a bride who's getting a ring put on by her mm-hmm. groom. This bride, of course, is Lily. This yes. bride, of course, is Matteo. It is their wedding. And Emma's there in a most gorgeous oh, dress. Loved it. Oh, my word. Matron of honor. Yes. Uh, and, of course, uh, Paolo the groom the the best man for the groom mateo tracy and avery are there which is very very cool but not daniel uh, no, well neither of the husbands of course they never, never come <laughs> they, they get out of everybody as we conclude a few other little fun things that happen during these last few moments of the movie we see that emma and tracy and avery are talking about moving the veil Yes, of with course, Tracy, once more. With Tracy back to New York yes. City. Tracy said, I would love to have it with me. What about the christening gown? Should I bring that with me as well? And Emma has to announce. And Emma says, well, I think I'll keep it now and maybe you'll get it back in seven months. Mm-hmm. So and another have, one bites the dust. We have the three <laughs> The most precious little scene. With the wedding, we reached our smooch meter we finally! Got, I'm so 
Sorry, smooch me with her too, Sal. So we did actually get their wedding kiss. Once again, no wedding vow. Skip, skip, skip. But we do get a wedding kiss. Uh, I actually rated it very low because it was like the shortest wedding kiss. It was like, pack. Okay, done. done. Yeah, it was like, you didn't want to kiss, did you? No. I don't know. It was really weird. That was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah, so... Of no. course, Paolo and Emma shared some very tender and very sweet kisses, but once again, since yes. that kiss was covered in Bad American Habit, we're not really going to rate it here. So Exactly. So now see. on to our main elements. Yes. So we have fashion, hair, makeup. Autumn. Oh my gosh, girl. Can you be more stunning? Her hats, her hair, her so fashion sense. Everything she chose Makeup, to wear. Perfect, Literally. Oh perfect, my gosh. Perfect. And Paolo, I love his man sweaters. I love them so much. They're so good. I love it. Yes, so yes, I was yes. a big of course, fan. Of course, Tracy and Avery, yes, you know, yes. and Lily. Well, Tracy did have one dress we were a little okay, iffy yeah. on. But other than that, other than that, yes, they brought it. And Lily was a Yes. Adorable. Lily? Oh my gosh. And Mateo brought it. Yeah, he did. Mateo brought it. He did. But. All of our cast of characters very well put together, I must say. Uh, as for the setting, of course, being in Chicago, all the campus shots, stunning. Loved them. I love a college campus. I really do. A little bit contrived on the leaves and the leaf color, I think. Uh, I'll be honest, I was okay with it. <laughs> it looks a little fakey. But her flat, gorgeous. We didn't get any Italy this time, but yes, I did. I did like the Chicago setting, although it was very clean and safe Chicago. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> which, of course, of course, you know, it's, yes. a, it's always yes. got to be. Betrayals, of course, I think Nancy was a large betrayal in terms of, or I guess just surprise. It was, um, yeah. I, I really, I will be honest, I did not see that coming. I thought she was just a very mean person. And I thought that's all there was to it. There was that slight betrayal of Lily posting the video without Emma knowing. Yes. I will say I really appreciated that interaction because, of course, Lily's like, oh, you're mad. Okay, I'll take it down. Um, but Emma recognizes that it was bringing attention to Paolo's shop. And I think she probably didn't mind that she had 10,000 views either. <laughs> but. 100,000. Um, oh, 100,000. Wow. 100, you know, I cannot remember numbers. Anyone that's listened to this podcast for any duration of time probably knows that. But uh, I thought it was really handled well because Emma says, Lily, I'm not mad at you, but I am uncomfortable that you didn't ask me permission first. And I love that because that is so true. Like, you know, people always ask, like, are you mad at me? And the automatic reaction is like, no, I'm not mad at you. But, you know, there's still that like thing in the back of your mind where like, oh, this isn't sitting right. And I loved how, you know, Emma took the moment to articulate it and explain. I know that is so small, but as a social worker, I was like, oh, <laughs> I loved it. We also forgot to mention our quote of the podcast. So as you can see from our title, this actually comes from when Lily and Mateo were getting to know each other. Mateo was kind of overwhelmed at the shop. Lily had left her sunglasses and was just returning to ask for them back. And she just jumps right in, starts making sales, la la la. And I just had an issue of like, you know, she's she's setting up displays for the store. She's making sales for the store. Like, did we give her some kind of commission or just like a one-time yep, one slide under the table fee? Good job. I don't think she help. did. But no. as Mateo is giving her her sunglasses back, they're 
flirting a little. He definitely is interested in her, and he's making it very clear. And I think this is what's making her a little uncomfortable. Awkward moment. So she's like, well, why don't you just unlock the door? And here's where we reach the quote of the podcast. And let me out of this lace palace. Which I thought was perfect since, of course, like, lace has been the center of every movie. We have our wedding veil made out of lace. So... It's just so cute because, you know, Lily does not want to be trapped in this tradition of the veil, but nonetheless, it happened. She gets married in the veil. Yep, it happened. And so, yeah, that's really the concluding elements of this movie. The chemistry of Matteo and Lily on fire. Loved it from the start, despite the kiss. The build-up yeah, was, the was so sweet. It was. Loved, loved every step of that. Right, right. They were bonding over quack videos. They were, <laughs> it still doesn't sound right. <laughs> they, were, no. they were, you know, having fun breaking and entering and setting up the dates. Like, they went and got a Cubano sandwich to test it compared to Miami. Mm-hmm. They were both very naturally opening up to each other about their past. So, loved every step of that. I actually appreciated that relationship dynamic mm-hmm. and depiction a lot. Yes, and, and I think Paolo and Emma yes. had a very oh good, solid relationship. Yes. I mean, you saw the vulnerabilities yes. for each of them. Yes, that's true. And, and you saw how compromised. Yes, they um, did rethinking of things and reframing of things and most importantly dedication to that central love yes like yes. every step of the way paolo was saying like you know me more and oh all the sweet italian so espresso. <laughs> yes mm-hmm. he was the only one that could work that cappuccino machine mm. Mm. yeah <laughs> but I will say before we reach our next segment, we once again got that very weird, almost like after credits moment where it was seemingly the same interview style of asking yes. how they met and Emma's going through each of the things that Paolo did for her in that first hour of getting to know each other, which is really just recapping most of the moments in the first movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And I just thought that one also very well fit the, the couple because of course as she's listing everything thing off Paolo's like yep I did that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so it was really cute no bad accent because Paolo is definitely Italian there's yes. no question about it you have to do the Boston accent yeah but this does lead us to our final segment oh, which true. is glacial grading In this segment, we will take the time to walk you through all of our important counts in addition to our woo-woo rating. So, Mom, what counts did you take this week? I have the purses, coats, shoes, hats, and scarves. Perfect. I added all of them in? (laughs) All of them. All of them. And, of course, I am only counting for Emma. Yes, yes. We, We can't do all the friends. It'd be too much. Way too much. Purses, two. Yeah, yeah. Two very distinct, both the camel color, yeah. etc. One a little bigger than the other, kind of satchel type things. Coats, five. Nice. Shoes. I have eight. Wow. But I want to believe there was nine because I believe yeah. she was at the wedding. It had to be a different pair of shoes. Don't know for sure though. Could yeah. have been one of her other pumps, so I couldn't count it. I had to go with the eight. She had two adorable hats. 
absolutely oh my gosh that. i loved it and she did have one scarf yes at one point so perfect. Uh, those are my counts. How about you, Sally? Well, of course that leaves me with adult beverage and hot beverage, and I am pleased to say that they were both an even six. That made me what? very happy, as you can tell. That's high um, for an adult beverage. It, that is high for an adult that beverage. And actually high for coffee too. And what kind of adult beverages are I was just time, about Sally? to say two out of the six were Hallmark branded wines. One was the love variety and one was the blushed variety. And I thought it was so cute because the love variety was when they were having their little pizza moment and I thought it was so cute picturing Lacey, Autumn, and Allison all at the table with that Hallmark wine. I just, I loved it. It was so good. And the best <laughs> one they had when they had the Emma coming to the realization, yes. ooh, I guess I really have been putting my career yes. first and, and then dissing him for having his career first. Yes. And, refilling her glass and it was that was adorable that truly it was perfect so those are our counts as for our woo woo rating as you all know it is based upon our gorgeous lovely golden retriever miss now la mama you see her every week on instagram we do not see her right now because she probably went to bed i think she loved us yes but we rank our Hallmark movie on a scale of one to five, one being the worst Hallmark movie we've ever seen, five being the best Hallmark movie we have ever seen. Um, and we use Nana's woo-woos that she uses to express herself, to express ourselves. So why don't you get us started? So my rating for Wedding Veil Inspiration is a five. Okay. I loved this movie. I loved everything about it. The acting, the plot itself, the play between Paolo and mm-hmm. Emma was fantastic. The time between Emma, Avery, and yes. Tracy, there were what, three or four times they were yeah, all together, I definitely. believe. Yeah, definitely. Just the, the fun girl time that they had, yeah. at least three of those times I can recall that, that we, we noted as we went through, were just... Perfect. Classic and yeah. perfect and exactly what I wanted and yes. what I expected. Mateo and Lily, that developed really well. Yes, it did. More than for, just for a, a subplot. Right, yeah. right. More than more than just a subplot. I, mean, yeah. I think it really stood on its became, own. It stood yeah. on its own. And I they actually put the time into making mm-hmm. that happen. And I thought that was fantastic. I loved the maturing of the characters, yes. the realizations of the characters. Again, the way they deal with things. Even Nancy. Yeah. Even Nancy. <laughs> even Nancy. Gotta throw it in there for her. Yeah. I just, I would yeah. watch this again and again. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, this, for the, all the, for the five we've watched so far, yes. this is the pinnacle. Yes. Ooh. Well, should come as no surprise then that I rated the Wedding Veil Inspiration a five. Because I felt like this movie was so multi-layered, as homework movies have been trending lately. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was the friendship I wanted to see in the first. This was the natural closeness. Like, you know, sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Sometimes it's just a look or a gesture. The way that Avery and Tracy were kind of like, do we bring this up with her that she's kind of doing the same thing and they let her, you know, come to the conclusion through their looks <laughs> of what they were thinking. This was exactly what I wanted to see. And I feel like they depicted so well 
how you can get stuck in this track of mind of what you think you need to want or what you've been working to. Um, I thought it was so amazing how many times Emma was saying like, you know, Nancy's been spending all this time grooming me and um, this is what I've been working for for years. Those were phrases that were heard throughout the movie. And for Nancy to reveal, you know, I haven't actually been grooming you. I've been trying to deter you the whole time. Like it's the way that we can just really see things from only one perspective. And then when we kind of get the truth, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, maybe things weren't how I thought they were. And the difficulty of letting go of that five-year plan. I mean, for someone like Emma... That and she a, burned that, that was a five. Yes, plan. she did. Right in front of Paolo. Right. Which is fantastic. Yeah. So, again, just this movie was so amazing in how it depicted true conflict between couples. Not just Mateo and Lily trying to get over their past, but also Paolo and Emma having to make really tough decisions. That's not easy when your family's health is at stake, when yeah. your family's and business your, your is at stake. Apart. It's not like yes. Oh, yeah, it's not next state. door. Right. And the this way that the friendship a... didn't diminish with... Emma moving to Italy. I mean, that is a huge move. And they're still making time for each other. They're still connecting. They're still supporting. I loved it so much. The only, of course, note I have is that blurred ethics. But, you know, okay, they are in an art department, Sally. Get over yourself. But still, but no. Uh, it did not <laughs> lower any rating for me. So, let's give our shout-outs. Shout-out to Tessa! You could have joined us tonight. No, I'm just kidding. We love Aww. you. You're working hard. You're 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 doing everything. Shout out <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. Shout out to our husbands, to Mark and to Nick. Thank you for supporting our Hallmark podcasting evening. Yes, we appreciate you. Shout out to Bath and Body Works once again. For our candle which is snowflakes and citrus. I'm ambivalent about it, I must <laughs> say. But what do you think, Sally? I am honestly a little stuffed up at the moment. Okay. And my sense of smell is not where it typically is. Mm. I think it's nice from the sniff I just took. <laughs> Shout out to all of our listeners, both loyal and new. We appreciate you coming back each week to hear our Hallmark Chitter Chatter. Our next week needs no introduction, so I won't give no introduction. Mm -hmm. So, until next week. Cheers! Cheers!